without further ado, folks, we are, this is episode three. We're back in biz. Literally, we're back in biz, boys and girls. As I know, my audience um, is boys and girls, um, which is amazing. It's amazing that I have a lot of different people watching this. But episode two was good. Thank you for all who tuned in and watched. But I just want to say this. We have a new guest, episode three. We've made some changes in the sense that the content's going to be better because I didn't know how to do the content, but I have gotten better at that. So uh, today's guest is a man who needs no introduction, but is going to get one. Graduated from West High School in 2009. Went to CSUB and graduated, I, I think, 2013. I don't know. But he went on from there. He didn't stop with the college education, folks. He went on to get his master's. It, he went to Breadloaf uh, School of English. And no, he didn't go there to learn how to bake a cake or make a pizza. He learned there. He went there to get his master's. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Jacob Montesino. Wow. It's um, uh, North High, by the way. Oh, North High? Yeah. It wasn't West High? It was not West High. Oh, wow. So wow. you're way from to, the... Way uh, to start this off. Well, I mean, it, it, look. Check your facts, Sam. Check uh, your facts. I, I try my best. I, the last thing I want to do is say someone's wrong facts and they get mad. Oh, uh, by the way, folks, you guys tune in. We are actually recording our t- outside. So if you hear, you know, birds chirping or choppers flying, it's because we're outside in my beautiful backyard. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. So um, if you guys don't know Mr. Montesino, he's a teacher. He's a coach. Um, he's actually a very patient man, especially with goofy high schoolers. There's a lot of high schoolers who give him grief. Um, I, I don't know why they do that to you. That's why do kid, why do high schoolers give you grief? It's the nature of being a high school student, you know. I think it's your guys' jobs to give us grief. Look, I try my best not to, but you know what? We're gonna open up our refreshments, okay, boys? Oh God, music to my ears. This is, like a, this is a privilege. Yeah, well, it's a privilege that you're on. Um, so as you as you know, folks, we're in a time of uh, we're in actually in a really weird time right now. It's pandemic coronavirus followed by quarantine it's just a crazy time and with that being said a lot of things have been affected businesses schools especially churches sports everything literally everything and it's good to have a teacher on here who can attest to how it's been uh being a teacher with all this um so my first question to you is how have you handled being a teacher during uh the COVID-19 or COVID-19 pandemic a, slash virus and the quarantine like that's not easy bro it's not easy yeah so it's a you know that's actually a really good question because I know mm-hmm. that I'm speaking from you know one type of teacher you know I, I live by myself and so for the first I'd say well you don't live by yourself don't you have a dog oh I've got bonsai but man's best friend man's best friend but only a dog <laughs> so yeah I mean, you know, he's, he's great, but, you know, he can't shoot hoops with a dog. Unless he's Bear Bud or, you know. Oh, dude, I remember Air Bud. Thank you for bringing back my childhood. That bringing back your childhood because it was gone? It's gone? Uh, well, I'm 17, and that means, like, I'm almost a man. <laughs> so key, key emphasis, almost. <laughs> you can, Yes, almost a man. As, as many of you know, many of you know, I'm not, I don't have the maturity of a man yet. <laughs> I, you know what? I was talking to my good buddy the other day, and he said, when I'm 35, I'll act like, I'm supposed to at 18 so that's not I, a good sign 
Or we, I just have the kid, we all have the inner kid inside of us. Mm, that's true. Okay, anyway, enough about Airbud, enough about that. All right, so, yeah, so anyway, um, you know, the, the challenge it was for me, you know, living, you know, I live by myself and I was definitely trying to honor our quarantine, um, you know, as much as possible mm-hmm. in the beginning. And so I would say for the first, uh, for the first month or so, I really didn't have like any human contact. So that was pretty, that was pretty rough. Um, that was, wow. that was for a while. I You're like Superman. Pretty almost. confident when I came to your drive-by birthday party, that was my first time being with people. I could tell you were really shy around teenagers and uh, you're 15 years older than us. Well, it was more just like, cause I, just showed, I showed up late. So I showed, yeah. You, like, why'd you show up an hour late, man? Because I set the clock. I set the wrong clock. Yeah. Folks, invitation was at five and this guy shows up at six and I'm, and, and he didn't even bring me a birthday gift. What the crap? I, you expect a birthday gift? It's true. That's entitlement. That's only, that's not good. So anyway, though, as a teacher, um, <laughs> it was, uh, as a teacher, it was, it was a crazy just turnaround. You know I mean? I'm, I'm so impressed with how teachers across the nation, uh, reacted. It was, you know, we were, well, we went, we went, we as BCHS basically didn't make the call to leave until March 13th. March 13th was our yeah. last day. Yeah. And so we basically turned the, you know, the whole mode of how we teach over a weekend you know, and that's like, that's really impressive. And, you know, we had received some training that week about like if the possibility of, but to kind of have to confront that reality that like what that was going to look like and how quickly we transitioned was, was pretty, it was pretty intense. Um, and so it was a lot, it was, it was tough. Um, it, I know that for, and there's a, there's a lot of different reactions here. Like some teachers who are very tech savvy, like myself, you know, it was, t- mm. it was super tough still, but once you figured it out, it actually got pretty, you know, pretty quick turnaround. Um, when it came to, you know, some other teachers, you know, it's been a struggle this entire time. And, uh, what's hard is that this isn't how we want to teach. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to interact with students. We want to interact with people. Um, and so that was always the hardest part was kind of losing, losing that and doing our best to try to recreate it. Um, I mean, it was tough on students too. Like I had all these goals I set for myself and those were cut short. And if you guys listening last episode, I talked about how that was, coping with that and how I took up new things like podcasting or running but it, it was just like uh, it, it, it really I'm gonna say it, it sucked like not being able to see your friends and being able to goof off with teachers and just have fun in school because of a virus it was just weird because you know viruses are everywhere you're like why why is this virus get such clout you know I know it's a weird word to say for a virus but it, it did and I I mean school where we have one more day of school left but it, it was just different um. Yeah, I I really hope that this doesn't carry into into next year, which I don't think it will. Yeah, I mean, there's no nothing's been official yet. I'm mm-hmm. hopeful. So like, this is just me speaking personally. I'm hopeful that it's gonna go well. <coughs> um, we're not, you know, we have no guidance of what that's gonna look like, but mm-hmm. um, I'm optimistic. Mm-hmm. So I'm optimistic about what that could look like. We're prepared, you know, we're preparing for all all avenues. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the way the state's going, it seems like we're moving in the right direction towards getting to as close as possible as being back to regular school soon. Mm-hmm. So nothing's official yet though. So that's how it was being a teacher during this. Now, if you guys, as I mentioned before, he is a coach. Uh, you're a swim coach. How long have you been doing that for? I think I just finished my 10th year. Oh my Lord. Um, Did you get a pay raise? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That was... <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I think it was 10 years. Uh, let's see, I started... Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm just finishing my 10th season. So uh, I started ba- I started like at Independence High School was my first year. Um, mm. I coached there for one year, and then, then I picked up BCHS, and I want to say it was 2013 that I picked up head coaching. Okay, 
wow, that's a, that's a really long time. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you do swim and you do water polo. How do you like doing water polo? Honestly, I know it's different than swim because you're more different. of it's the not my stats guy. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not my background. Um, the most I played water polo in high school was when our coach, because we, you know, we trained at the North High School pool, um, and so it just has this nice, nice big deep area. But it's about mm-hmm. the length of your pool, which is about like twenty five feet, maybe across. Maybe twenty five feet. Maybe. So I, I joked around with my mom that I could jump over my pool, but then I, I thought about it. It was after I drank a a, a Red Bull and. We're gonna as we get into this podcast. You're gonna people are gonna learn that energy drinks I shouldn't be drinking, especially Mr. Montesino. Mm-hmm. Jacob Montesino knows I shouldn't be touching energy drinks, mm-hmm. and then so I realized that that was just the energy drink telling me that I could jump over the pool. But actually, if I were to do that, I'd probably bust both my Achilles, and I would be out all summer. The Achilles, not the kneecaps, not the elbows, just Achilles. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go with Achilles. All right, own it. I, I feel like my knees are strong. I drink whole milk every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I take a bear, you know, one a day. Just because? Uh, good calcium, too. Is it? I don't know. I really feel I'm like it's just... I'm not a doctor. A- <laughs> I'm not going to give you medical advice, but I don't know about that one. Look, take your vitamins. Uh, do you take vitamins? I don't. Okay, well, it's good that you, you should probably take I vitamins. I probably should. Yeah. So, anyway, though. Uh, yeah, so water polo coaching. I, I picked up, um, gosh, I want to say 2015. I've coached, I think, for four or five years now. Um, and, and, I, and I didn't have any experience when I was in high school for it. I just, mm-hmm. you know, just... Uh, we just basically played jungle ball. was the was the closest we had. I distinctly remember being held un- <laughs> held underwater by a senior. Oh when lord! I was a freshman for about three minutes. Did that traumatize you? No. Make I, you a man? No, I definitely kicked him a few mm. times. So got a fight. Yeah. Uh, anyway, though, so I mean, it was it was some fun stuff, but yeah. So coming into that was a whole different world, mm-hmm. and it was uh, I really do I really do enjoy it. Um, you know, and I and I feel like. I mean, I come from a, from a swim background, and that's you know that's just because that's my love. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I I thoroughly enjoy getting to see all the athletes and see all you guys and kind of get to interact with you guys. And frankly, it is nice to not be a head coach in that situation to just get to like relax and to hang out. Like, like I just oh, get I'm to, just a stats guy. I I'm get to mess with guy. Sam. All I practice. get to hang out. You know, I get to show up. You know, a few a few times a week and just kind of chill you know there's there's a lot of joy associated with that you know it's like your vacation season oh definitely yeah Yeah. i mean i'm sure you can attest like there it's a different monty when you see monty water polo coach versus monty swim coach he's really stressful and guys uh, i hate to admit it but he's really mean to us no i'm just kidding you're not mean to us it's it's necessary i'm the nicest i've been in a few years with swim you should see you should hear some stories from previous years uh yeah you were definitely lean with me the way i acted at slow well that was justified (laughs) um so anyway, that's a little background on Monty. Um, as we talked about, Rona has cut a lot of things short, like teachers teaching at school to get them to invest in more students. But you've gotten to invest in a lot of people coaching for ten years. Um, how? Uh, what, what? What advice would you give to a senior um, who's just bummed out about all this? You know, like, oh, we can't have our last prom. We can't um, do powder puff. It, it's just different. We can't do our last this, last mm-hmm. that. Everything's cut short. Cut short since March. Like. What's the what's a message you can give them? You know, you will one, run into obstacles in this life. Yeah, you know, one student I think said it really well. I think it was her name was Lexi. I don't want to say her last name, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but she uh, she said it really well because you know seniors are in a period of mourning, and there is a temptation from us older people, you know, who quote wiser, who like to think we're wiser, to mm-hmm. say like you know stop being you know like stop being selfish it's not a big deal or etc like it's just high school prom and like and i i've never been in that camp i've heard people you know say that before and i just i guess my thought is always like 
it's okay to mourn and like this is this is this is something that really hurts and and that it's not childish to to do that to not to to feel bad about losing these things i would say i have been immensely impressed with the seniors i teach mostly seniors mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i have been so impressed with how they've conducted themselves i have seen nothing but joy i have seen i have seen i mean i've seen them in hurting but i've seen like the way that they talked with one another when we had our zoom discussions or how they interacted with the literature i was blown away i mean especially i mean they they were showed maturity they showed maturity i mean we were i mean yeah we were moving into shakespeare and i I said this multiple times we were moving into shakespeare that's tough stuff you know and they had to basically navigate that on their own you know i can only do so much digitally to help them out and like they they were they they handled with flying colors and so ultimately i guess my my message is like like absolutely like grieve what is lost but also like see like be so proud of what you've done and what you've kind of what you've pulled off so suddenly and the way that you guys have conducted yourselves is frankly inspirational so and like sometimes i know i'm not a senior but i look back before all this happened and i do have some regrets about how i acted and this and that but you got to learn from it and you got to keep moving forward mm-hmm. like even like i didn't do i didn't finish this goal i had for swimmer i didn't finish this goal i had for school but i said to myself you know what i'm coming back strong senior year because you can't what one thing that i've learned is you can't live a life full of regrets because then you're going to be stuck in the past and it's going to keep you it's going to keep you held back from the present and you're not going to be able to, uh, to work towards your goals in the future so yeah um what was i going to say how important is it to have patience when investing into kids? Because you do it, you've been doing it for a long time, and uh, you, you do it, you pretty much do it every day, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, I think ultimately, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, I have patience, and I think, I think a lot of teachers do though, because I know that for me, I'm young still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I'm not, you know, I'm not too far away from what it was like to be a teenager. And so there's a part of me that can like remember like oh yeah I remember I I remember like you know being a teenager and it's not the best years it is it is an interesting time period and I will gladly say I am glad to not be a teenager anymore everyone says that even and, if they like their teen years they're like yeah I'm happy it's over oh yeah no I I, I love being an adult and I love uh, you like your freedom I do I lo- and I love teaching I love teaching kids you know and, and for that but I definitely you know I anyway um, so I don't know if it's I don't know patience is the I don't know. I just, I guess it's, I think I always, I do see it as, uh, I feel like what I get to do is I get to, you know, be a mentor, be a, be a, um, um, you know, lead people to Christ in some senses. Like, and I, you know, I'm not going to like, I, I, it's not personally my, my style to, you know, always be like ministerial in some senses, but I definitely want to invest in kids because I, I believe that like, you know, especially at places like BCHS, you know, we are in a community of Christ. And so to, support them in that in in that endeavor is is worth it yeah and it's worth it because we know that when you know high schoolers go off to college you know there's a there's a massive drop off of of students who are christians they I, the statistics are staggeringly you're high. an adult in the real world so yeah. you gotta really watch your foundation yeah and so so i think that's why i don't know if i have a special gift of patience i personally don't think i do but, i think you do bro well thank you yeah but I, th- I think that the reason why I want to, and I would say this, of, I would say this of a lot of teachers though, is that we, we endure this and we want to 
you know, meet you guys where you're at when it's a crazy time of being a teenager because we are so committed to trying to support you guys in this, in this life of Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now we're going to get into funny. That was, that was a good talk. We're going to get into like the funnier part as uh, we get down to the last half of the episode. So, I mean, like we went to slow for that, that swim meet. And I was happy. You know, I was like, you know, I'm out of town, a little vacation in February. It's going to be nice. And so we get a pizza. This is, this is not just a story for Monty, folks. This is a story for everyone listening. Hopefully you've gotten to this point yet. Um, I'm like, so we get pizza, right? And, and I, uh, my, my uh, what's the saying? My eyes were bigger. My, I don't know, your eyes were bigger than your stomach or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's the saying. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get a pizza with my boys and um, a friends on the swim team. And I didn't finish it all. That's and so... What was that? As one does. <laughs> yeah. And then so we, uh, we go back to the hotel room and say, this is like, it's 10 and I'm 1030. I'm starting to get the munchies, right? I get the munchies and I don't know why I do. Um, maybe because I'm a teenager and I'm, I'm growing. But anyway, I get hungry. I put the pizza in the microwave and I'm like, okay, boom, got pizza. I'm set. Going to sleep well. Going to have an awesome swim meet tomorrow. That's what I was thinking at 1030. Okay. And then I was like, dude, I'm thirsty but I don't want to drink the water from the faucet or tap water or whatever. That's just, I don't know. I didn't want to. And we didn't have anything else to drink but a monster. So I, um, I chugged the monster, Monty. I, I chugged the monster because I was so thirsty. Um, and, you know, one thing led to the other. Before I knew it, I was running around the halls with, like a chicken with his head cut off. And I, I was that banging. That is a fair assessment. I, 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 I just, look, I'm not blaming it on the monster energy drink. I'm just saying know your limits and know what you shouldn't do for me i'm already a hyper dude stay away from monster energy i gotta stay away from energy drinks right that's i shouldn't drink a red bull good thing i ran earlier um but i started banging on doors and i just was like i I really i i I did it more than once folks more than once and i ended up waking almost up the whole waking up the hotel almost the whole hotel whatever it was and uh yeah monty you weren't too happy with me that day no even the next day no even the day after no. Even the days after. I was over it by then. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I was waking people up at 2 in the morning. That's too yeah. much. Yeah. But I learned a lesson to, when enough's enough, enough's enough. And I went through this weird phase where it was like end of March where I was like, because I was like, that would have been the peak of my swim, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I started swimming January. We started doing conditioning. And then we get into to March, and I'm you're in your groove. You've been doing this for a little over two months, so you should be set. And that's how I felt. But then the swim was canceled, and I'm like, whoa, that was my last swim meet. And I acted like that. So I was like in this weird phase where I like had regret, and I was sad. Uh, not anyone else, myself, because those are the choices I made. Yeah. And what really helped me was you were patient with me. Uh, you, you told me that when someone has forgiven you, you got to move on. And yes, it sucked how I acted like that on my, as, as my last swim meet in my junior year, which I would have never thought. But I learned that you got you to gotta be careful of the choices you make. And when you don't make the best choices, to, to not feel down about it once you've been forgiven. And so that's one thing you really taught me. Is, is any other feedback you have on that? Um, no, I don't. I, don't I, I mean, that's. I think the message, right, is, is to is to take that to take those lessons to move on um you know and not to look back with regret but at the same time not to glamorize mm-hmm. you know those mistakes i guess but because my as my mom says um really well you live and learn 
Yeah. You, no. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. You know. The beauty of you know, of forgiveness and and you know of of Christ, frankly, is right. Is that like you know when we you know that that's how forgiveness works is a, is a clean slate. So I firmly believe in that. Um, you know, but at the same time, I think it's always you know there always is that danger of wanting to to then like to like look back on those mistakes and like think fondly upon them when it's like that's that's not how we ought to look at them like it's certainly a lesson to look back mm-hmm. on to, as to apply but i almost think there's like a, a consistent reapplying of lessons learning when you think back on those mistakes mm-hmm. so like seniors who look back and say man i didn't know that was gonna be my last day of school or my last week of school and acted like this they they gotta know that you know you live and learn you make choices that you're not proud of but if you ask for forgiveness and you learn from it that's that's pretty much the, one of the best things that can happen. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as I mentioned in, in the beginning of this of the episode, uh, you've pursued a lot of education. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. It's something you're proud of, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I mean, I mean, I won't go into it because I'm sure you got other questions, but I. Really, oh, you can, you can. Yeah, I believe please a do. lot. I believe a lot in the power of education, mm-hmm. and it is. Um, like, like that song, um, I forget what, uh, by Hugh Lewis in the news, power of love, but for you would be power of education. Yeah, I guess should so. make a song about that. Mm, should I? No. Yeah. Um, Just stick to teaching. That, that's, or I swimming. Think, that thing is what I'm best or at. Biking. I think, I think we're making, or, or biking Ugh. or neither. Ugh. Yeah, not those. Yeah. Folks, he, his tire blew out when he was biking to my house. It was a rough, uh, it was a rough situation there. Once again, live and learn. I'm pretty sure it was quarantine 15. What, what? What? Quarantine 15? I don't know what that... Wow, it's the quarantine snacks? Oh! <laughs> yeah, I get it. Have you... I hate to say so you packed on some pounds with quarantine? Yeah, not really, no. It was, it was a cheap joke, I apologize. It's okay, I mean, I'm sure some people have packed on some pounds. I'm but sure. it's not too late. Get yourself out, or get yourself out of the bed, get yourself uh, off up the couch, and go run. That's literally what I did. <laughs> And I feel great. Or walk if you if running's not where you're at. Yet. No, run. You you, you you live once. Come on. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was kind of harsh. I don't hey. want to just be yelling at people to run. Okay. Anyway, take it away with education. Anyway, um, I, yeah, I just think like, for me, education, um, and 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 I, I think this is largely because I'm a, why I'm a teacher is that yeah. I believe of the what education does for lifting people up to new opportunities to new avenues. I see it as one of the greatest ways to lift people out of poverty, you know. And, and in to, what way? Like you get an education, you get to apply. For I think, a yeah, good job. I, I really do believe that education opens doors for you. I'm not. I am not going to say that everyone has to have a college. Mm-hmm. I'm not going like that. Is that would be like a, a, an, elitist, an elitist viewpoint? But you know, I believe. I believe that you know. I believe that there is a lot of value to life to being able to think critically about the world and to know things about the world. More than just facts, but actually be, to be able to think, I think that offer, op- opens so many opportunities for you. So, mm-hmm. so I guess that is in large part why I have pursued education Did for it, myself. Because I, I don't want to get like too personal with you, but you, um, it wasn't like you grew up super like you know like I don't know, I don't know what the right word with this would be, but like privilege where you had a pool, you had like a three story house. You, Later, mm-hmm. later, later, like I want to say in my, in my teen, in my teens, we definitely, you know, we definitely came up and that. And I think the reason why I'm influenced by that is because my parents, when I was born, they, they had only a high school education. Mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. in fact, one of my parents didn't even have a, ha, didn't have their GED yet. Wow. And during my childhood through my teenagers, I saw them go to college, get diplomas, get, and like that open opportunities for them. And so by the time I was a teen, you know, we did have 
you know, we, we, you know, we were living a more, you know, a middle class lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and you know, and so like, so I think that definitely influenced me in that sense. Cause I saw, I saw it firsthand. Like, Sorry what for the, the sirens folks were outside anyway. So, so yeah, so yeah. I, I just, I saw it firsthand what mm-hmm. that did for my parents. And so I think that's why it was so important to me. And then ultimately I'm just a hardcore nerd. I had, I had a, I had you a, love Harry Potter and Hobbit. I do. Yeah, I had some really, I had some really good English teachers, and like they are, they're the reasons why I became an English teacher myself, and and they inspired me to to think about the world in that in such a sense. So you're saying that education, if you really take the time into it and you pursue it, it's going to set you up for better opportunities. I I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. But, you know, and I I think that. I think I have nothing else. I think that if nothing else, like, you know, if you walk away with a high school diploma and you've got a, you've got a setup for you, that's, that's going to work for you. Absolutely. Go for it. What I think the value is, is that, you know, you're given tools to, to, you know, evaluate the world Mm -hmm. and to evaluate the, the, to evaluate what other people are trying to, you know, get you to think, you know? And so that's that. I think for that alone, that's, I think the value in it, in addition to whatever opportunities they can do financially, um, or opportunity wise, otherwise, I, you know, but if nothing else, I think it allows you to think about the world and to understand, frankly, the powers that are trying to influence you. What made you, uh, cause I mean, you graduate college and most people are set, you know, you get your four year degree, you feel good, you know, you're okay, I'm going to go get a job. I'm in my young twenties and I, I, I'm good. I'm set for life. But what made you want to keep pursuing school? Like masters this, ma- go into more school. Cause you go to school almost like every summer for something, right? Yeah. Well, I just, so this is my first time. This will be the first time since I was four not being a student. Oh, my Lord. You're a lifelong scholar. Yeah. Do you, so. do you feel, like, dumb that you have – that you're, it's your first time being out of school since four? No. Or relieved? No. It feels, it feels weird, though, because I'm, it's what I've done. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you know, there is a beauty to being finished and to being like, okay, what's the next step? Um, and it's, you know, there's been a lot of life – a lot of search, like, like life searching that I've had to kind of do. Mm-hmm. Think about, like, what goals that I have, et cetera. Um, you know, now that that phase is over because, you know, it's all that I've known. And so, so yeah, so there's that, but, um, I, yeah, to answer your question about like, why did I go for masters? Yeah. Was, like, uh, cause my mom did masters and she yeah. says it's not easy. No, it's like not. you do four years of college. That's enough in itself. You're like, do I really want to do another four years or what is it? Three years for masters? Uh, it depends it, what you do, right? It's usually two, it's usually two degrees for a master's in English. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure how the programs are. And you've traveled the world, right? Yeah. You went yeah. to England, you've gone to Vermont. Mm-hmm. I heard it's boring over there. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Vermont, but mm-hmm. that's another story. They, they, uh, Ben and Jerry's is from Vermont. They make some good ice cream. I, yeah. That's I, what they got right. Uh, yeah. That, that's, mm-hmm. that is true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I wanted to challenge myself. Um, I, and I had a lot of questions about literature and English that I didn't quite have answered. And that was kind of what drove it. Like, so you've always been fascinated with the literature aspect of, of things. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't actually like, I didn't actually really like literature until I didn't like, I didn't consider English teaching as a possibility until I was a senior in high school. Wow. Um, I didn't like, and that was because of, that was because of my English teacher, Dr. Dr. Brundage. Mm. So, so he had a PhD. She, she was did. a doctor. Oh, yeah. she did. Excuse yeah. me. Yep. Yeah, so she... Now, do you want to get a PhD? I've thought about it. Ooh, because uh, we have a teacher at our school, folks, Miss Stump. She's going to get her uh, PhD, or doctorate. And Mr. Clark. And Mr. Clark. Did not know that. Yeah, he's getting his PhD in music education. Wow. And people can start calling you doctor. That's true. Like, you go to Starbucks, and, you, and they say, what's the name? And you just say doctor. Yeah. You sound like Doctor Strange, you know? Right. It's just, you're on a whole new level yeah. of, of humanity. Uh, yeah, but, wow. So, um... Yeah, yeah. I was, I was just inspired. I guess I was just inspired, and I, I, 
I finished my undergrad, so I got my, when I got my bachelor's, mm-hmm. I actually, and I was going to go This was CSUB, right? This is CSUB. Okay. Great was, school, by the way, folks. Yeah, when I was finishing that up, um, and I was, you know, going on, to, going on to do teaching stuff, I had some questions, and frankly, I wasn't even sure if I should have been an English major. Uh, you know, when you when you were done with college, when you I had finished the, my you bachelor's had those in English, I was like, "Why did I get a bachelor's in English?" Was like my thought, and and I think that was because I didn't the answers that I have now I didn't have at the time, like about like what's the point? Why like why like why? Can do we you do teach it? with that? Just that degree, or do you have to have a teaching degree? Um, I could I I had to get a teaching uh, certificate. That's a that's a longer story for another. Yeah, time. another time, folks. You, I'm but, sure we'll have you back on. Yeah, but anyway, I remember I I sincerely thought about as I was finishing up to go back to school to get a degree in kinesiology so I can become a physical therapist. Wow. And I seriously looked into like that process. Cause your parents were physical therapists, right? No, they were respiratory therapists. Okay. But, but yeah. Um, I, and I, cause I, you know, I'm a swim coach and so I love, I love exercise and I love the idea of like how the body functions and how that works. And so, and I just thought I could really get into that. Like why a monster energy drink makes a kid go absolutely berserk. Exactly. <laughs> and so I, uh, yeah, so I just, I, I wanted, so anyway, that, that's, that's, Beside the point, that, mm-hmm. but that was why I wanted to get a master's degree, um, was to kind of answer the answer these questions and whatnot. And and I'm very glad I did. I I definitely became far nerdier than I've ever become. That did I your head grow a couple inches more? Maybe, maybe hard to say. I I mean your brain could have grown, so it makes your head bigger. So yeah, I don't know if it works that way. It, maybe that's just maybe that's just something that I thought probably happened. should pay attention to science classes more. I, dude, I seriously need to pay attention more in my science classes. Like, in chemistry, I I didn't pay attention all year during one of the labs. And we get to December, and they're like, oh, we're making an ornament, and it's just a glass. It's just, and I knew ornaments were glass. Okay, I'm not stupid. <laughs> but they give me a, a glass ball. I'm like, dude, how am I, I going to make this colorful? Because I just decorated my Christmas tree like two days ago, and all the ornaments are green and and red. This one's just glass. That's boring. I'm like, oh, uh, everyone just pay attention, and I'm I don't do too well with paying attention. That's you can you can attest, right? Yeah. We at swim, you'd explain a set for like ten minutes. I'd be like, what are we doing? That's just 10 how I am. Minutes? I don't think it's ten minutes. It I, felt like ten, but it's, it's probably, probably two minutes. Seconds. <laughs> but they're like, okay, and and shout out to uh, Mrs. Belden for being patient with me all year. Uh, I believe she just had a kid, so congratulations on that, Miss Belden. I don't know if you're listening. Uh, but anyway, I dip I dip the uh, they're like we're gonna dip this. Uh, this this ornament in here and don't don't dip it in anything else you gotta wait for five minutes so i dip it in there and then i see like there's like this powder there or glitter i think it was glitter because we're supposed to make glittery so i dip I like it in this look at me like i have any uh, idea and dude I, I didn't pay I attention and so i dip it in and like Clearly i wait I two matter. seconds and i throw it in the glitter and like the whole glass shatters <laughs> and then i don't know what happened but i think there was a chemical mishap and some of the <laughs> glitter was like going everywhere i was like oh my god dude i'm literally going to get an f and this is the last lab, and my, my grade's going to go down. And, and what am I going to tell colleges <laughs> when I apply? I, I, I didn't pay attention. So I was just – that was a rough patch. Sounds like it. But, yeah, definitely it's very important to pursue education. That's something my dad taught me. He was uh, the first uh, sibling to get his college degree. Um, it, it really sets you up for opportunities because the amount of work you put in with education, like – Let's say you do four years or you, you, you do what you did and you didn't, didn't like, I don't know, eight years or whatever. Yeah. Or eight years and all with college and then mm-hmm. master's. It, people are going to be like, okay, this guy can handle this and that. We're going to give him this promotion or we're going to hire him here to work at this this big uh, corporation or whatever. So I definitely agree with you on that. And um, 
it, hopefully you've stayed with us throughout this time but seniors uh yes it, it, it it's i'm sorry if you you're a senior who's ever listening um it's very unfortunate that this cut your year short but remember to always stay strong stay focused as mr montesino said because we're all we're always going to get obstacles in life that's clearly my catchphrase uh, what's your catchphrase stay strong stay focused that's my catchphrase that's my catchphrase that's what i always say your catchphrase is I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet. <laughs> Come on, that's your catchphrase. Um, but we're always going to get obstacles in life and we have to stay focused. Um, so that's just the main takeaway from this is you got to pursue education. It's, it's important to pursue education. It's important to stay strong and focused. Uh, when, you, when obstacles happen like Rona, even though this has been going on for way too long, hopefully it's done soon. Oh, I, I want to go to Newport and, and boogie board. Wow, and, Newport, fancy pants. Is it, though? I, Maui, if I said Maui, that'd be fancy. I guess I would be. Yeah. But anyway, Mr. Montesino, is there any final thoughts you'd like to say? You know what? I'm done. Monty, so I don't know why I'm calling you Mr. Montesino. I feel like... I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. Uh, anyway, any final thoughts, message you want to give out? Um, honestly, uh, you know, we're going into summer, and so it's... Uh, Make I'm, the right choices in summer, folks. I mean, yeah. I, I can't I mean, promise I you I will. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I definitely, I mean, just definitely like, you know, we've been given, I mean, I mean, as frustrating as coronavirus has been. You <laughs> oh, know, my Lord. We have, but we've been given, we've been really given at the same time, and I hope this comes out right, that we've been given a gift of sorts, mm-hmm. you know, and that I do believe that, like, God is using these opportunities to bring us together in new ways. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Take up new aspects. Like me yeah. was running and podcasting. Yeah, and so... Do what you wanted to do. Yeah, and so, so use, use this time well, even though, even though we're going through, you know, unprecedented times. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'm worried that the right way. Well, that's life. Um, thank you, Jacob Montesino. And if you have any questions to ask Mr. Montesino or Jacob Montesino... Gosh, why am I calling you Mr. Montesino? I feel like a, a scared sophomore. Um, follow his Instagram. What is your Instagram? I just want to say it. Uh, jmonty91. Okay, at jmonty91. If you follow him, if you have any questions, he's a cool guy. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode number three. Uh, keep in mind, we're approaching summer. Summer starts soon. There's probably going to be a new episode almost every week. And I mean, I'm going to try my best to do a new episode every week. Please uh, DM me um, or text me. Follow me on Instagram at semi underscore Bolivinos. If you have any uh, requests, concerns, or whatever, just text me and like like oh i want this person as a guest just let me know i want to make this the best podcast i can thank you for listening and uh until episode four thank you thank you yep